This is old school. This is about Nebraska football. It's bigger to me than anyone else. Every decision we make here, whether it's right or wrong, they are always done with what we think is in the best long-term interest of the University of Nebraska and our athletic department. We haven't been winning here, okay? But I wouldn't say it's a losing culture. A losing culture is kids that don't come to work. Now, these kids don't play in a lot of tight games. Now we got to figure out how to get them over the hump. I like people who hate to lose more than they enjoy winning. This place will always be bigger than any one person. When I said Nebraska was favored by 37, I didn't mean the first half. It's 34 nothing. It's 447 to go, and the Huskers are stocking another one. Martinez fires. Touchdown, Nebraska. Omar Manning. Yo, Adrian. 21 yards. Jones drills the ball. Oh, it is intercepted. A move from Allen. And he is still on his feet at the 10. Inside the five and down to the one. Rogers deep for Nebraska. Here's Wiley's kick. It's high. It holds up there. Rogers takes the ball at the 30. He's hit and got away. Back up field to the 35 to the 40. He's to the 45. He's to the 50 to the 45. To the 40 to the 35. To the 20. To the 10. He's all the way home. Here are your hosts, Derek Pearson and Jay Foreman. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We are live down at Bourbon Street. (laughs) Man, it looks good down here. The Haymarket looks gorgeous. I have to admit, uh, the sun's brighter, more activity, more stuff going on. Uh, but Nathan Brennan, in order to set the proper tempo, we need to set the proper tempo for this thing. What could we possibly play to set the tempo for Oklahoma, Nebraska tomorrow? Any ideas, any thoughts? I've got a couple ideas, uh, you know. Nathan Brennan, I'm expe- I'm looking forward. To- what do you have, kind sir? All right, I've, you, you want to hear the fight song? Is that is oh, that what we're going for here? Let's go ahead and give it to him, All man. Right, let's do it. Let's go. The night before. Oklahoma, Nebraska, Lincoln, hey Martin, my goodness gracious, where else would you rather be than in Lincoln, Nebraska, the day before Oklahoma and the Huskers? Yes, sir, a little hail varsity to get the vibe, blood pumping. Let's get it, man. Look, it's all Kool-Aid all the time today. Nothing but Kool-Aid today. If you want, if you want vinegar, you're in the wrong place. <laughs> you're in the wrong place. Bye, bye, bye. That's what we're going to say. 402-464-5685. Start a Heyman text line. Honda Lincoln Highline. If you want to join the conversation, you guys have been so good on the text line. I appreciate you guys. Hit me with a what's up. And let's talk a little bit. Uh, again, the Honda Lincoln Hotline, if you want to call, if the Sarda Heyman live video stream, uh, 
Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter live for 93.7 The Ticket. And it's greatly appreciated as well. We want to thank the folks from Certified Piedmontese, the Mercado. Uh, when you talk about what they do and how they do it, the best beef in all of Nebraska. So find your way there uh, and enjoy yourselves. Make room. Try to get a reservation. you got to do a couple weeks in advance. can't call tonight and get a reservation. They're kind of booked, uh, but you need to call and set up. It, it's absolutely worth it. We're waiting for the Husker Hall of Famer, Jay Foreman, to join us, and he'll take us through the next hour before we hand it over to, to Nick Sainert. Uh, high school football again. Another night uh, of, of Lincoln Public School high school football from Seacrest. Nick Sainert and Jay Foreman on the call as well. Um, this series is special, and we've had the ability to, to do that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Lemon says this. I've never been more interested in the coin flip than, than this Saturday. I really want to start the football and try to put points on the board. If we start on defense in Oklahoma scores like six plays, the belief will be gone uh, before we've even touched the ball. Gene says this. Uh, I'm telling you, Mickey sounds like Tone Look. Play a little, let's do it. At the beginning of Funky Cold Medina, and then go into the fight song. I think what you should do is you could do that, but then you got to go and you got to jump into the Tony Basil. Hey, Mickey, <laughs> that's got to be the next thing. Next thing. Uh, Drew Carr says DP shocking the world tomorrow. Mickey Kool Aid is flowing. All look, I'm all in. I'm all in. Um, I did not cut the Johnny Rod- Johnny the Jet Rogers call short. I did not. It wasn't me. I did not. Uh, they want Timmy. They want Timmy Trumpet. Uh, I think Nathan can handle that if that's what people want. And yeah, let me take a look. I'll see if I can. Yeah, Timmy the Trumpet, and then the full call, the full Johnny the Rogers call. So for the next segment, Timmy Trumpet and the full Johnny Rogers call, which we can find. Uh, great intro. Who threw that together? We agree, I agree with you. Goosebumps from the text line. Fired up, baby. Uh, Corey says, "Go big red." Uh, he says he could wish he could come down and win tickets, but unfortunately work at FedEx and still out delivering. No, no, you, you keep handling your, 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 your delivery. We need you, brother. Uh, Hammond Bean says, this Mickey ain't no mouse. <laughs> right? Simply. Uh, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, De Bear, Bear De Bear says, how about some Scott he doesn't know? We're we're not gonna be we're not gonna be those Huskers today. We're not gonna we're not gonna go. We're not looking backwards when it comes to uh, this team. We will look back when it comes to the program, because that is the ultimate standard, and that's what we're shooting for. I do want to go into this. A couple of things that are numbers wise in the series history. Uh, this matchup between the Battle of the Big Reds uh, completes a home and home series between the schools. Hopefully, it does not end tomorrow. Uh, Last year's meeting in Norman was the 87th all-time between the schools, but the first since 2010 and the Big 12 championship game. More notes and details to follow. Nebraska and Oklahoma met 71 consecutive seasons from 1927 to 1997 before the streak was snapped in 1988. The series uh, has been nearly even since 1969, uh, slim 20-18 edge. Post uh, five times Oklahoma handed Nebraska its only season, lo- only regular season loss in 64, 66, 75, 79, and 87. While twice Nebraska has given uh, Oklahoma its only regular season loss in 1971 and 1978. 
the schools met twice in, in number one versus number two matchups, including the game of the century in 71 and the 1987 game here in Lincoln. Both of those games were won by the visiting team, with Nebraska using the 1971 victory to catapult to its second consecutive national championship. One of the two schools has been ranked number one in 13 meetings, eight times by Nebraska, most recently in 2000. Since the AP poll began in 1936, this matchup has featured at least one ranked team in 62 of 72 games. That applies this year with Oklahoma's number six ranking. The series featured at least one top ten team in 50 games uh, and two top ten teams 18 times with the matchup featuring at least one top ten team 22 straight games from 1970 to 1990. This matchup is vital. It is important. Uh, Nebraska and Oklahoma are just two of eight schools in college football history to win 900 or more games, with OU ranking fourth in all-time wins at 930, and Nebraska uh, at 909. Uh, That puts them eighth all-time in wins. In looking at the most wins in college football history over the last 30, 40, and 50 years, Nebraska and Oklahoma each rank in the top ten for all those categories. The numbers are indeed impressive. All of that in play. And, again, I, when you think about the rival, you, you understand what's happening. Uh, again, the story with Mickey Joseph being named interim head coach, uh, his history, his tracking, uh, his, his personality. Um, the Huskers in the middle of a four-game homestand. It would be nice to get this back in right and start it Saturday with something productive uh, for the Huskers. Uh, Casey Thompson leading this offense. Uh, him taking the reins, he's thrown for 866 yards, four TDs in these three games. His 866 yards are second most in Nebraska history through the first three games. Only Tommy Armstrong Jr. Uh, having more uh, with 898 uh, through through three games in 2015. His 355 yards passing against Northwestern Western was the most by Husker in a season opener, uh, and a coach a quarterback making their Nebraska debut. Uh, he's also rushed for four touchdowns. Uh, his three rushing touchdowns against Georgia Southern was a career high. Uh, he's familiar with Oklahoma. He knows what they do. Uh, but the newcomers in play, Anthony Grant with his 400-plus yards rushing, um, Isaiah Garcia, Castaneda, Trey Palmer, all new Huskers who are adding uh, some, some product productivity to, to what's happening here. John says this from the text line. We'll go to it. He says, growing up in South Lincoln, I always enjoyed when Oklahoma came to town. The houses on South 10th Street would have signs in the yard questioning the parentage uh, the parentage <laughs> of Oklahoma fans. Are they still doing that? They're not doing that now. The Oklahoma fans would have signs on their vehicles with the same message about Nebraska fans. All in good fun. If you wave, they would wave back. Good times. I can tell you, the Sooner fans that have been in the space who have been down here at Bourbon Street have all at least acknowledged and been friendly. As a matter of fact, the word respect has been used uh, from Sooner fans to uh, Husker fans. Houston Pepper uh, champion says, what? No, no, no vinegar today? <laughs> Listen, man, it's all about Kool-Aid today. Uh, Mongo Mark says, uh, Nebraska... 35 OU 31. Uh, Eric says, who wants Timmy, Timmy the Trump to boo that man? Yeah, I mean, it's always like there are things that people, you know, rally around and want to want to get in play. But the fight song and Hail Varsity, all what's in play, that's good stuff. Um, but 
it's really not even necessary in the, in the case of Oklahoma versus Nebraska, right? So this is why the Haymarket looks the way it does and why it's a bit of a buzz. Uh, you've got former Huskers and former Sooners walking up and down the street. The bars in the space are a little bit more uh, busy than they have been. And, again, what we're doing, if, you, if you're in the Haymarket or you can get to the Haymarket, get to Bourbon Street. We're going we're gonna to give away two, a pair of tickets for tomorrow's Huskers-Oklahoma game, and then we're going to give away a signed Ty Robinson jersey as well. All you have to do is get down to Bourbon Street, get your name in the box, and then at 6 o'clock today we will give away uh, those pair of tickets for those that are interested. Uh, the tickets could be for you. The tickets could be for somebody else. The signed jersey, you know, some would wear the signed jersey. Some will just frame it and put it on the wall. But it's a signed autograph Ty Robinson jersey, uh, that we will give away throughout the course of this thing. I will take the temperature. This is now the time on the Sardar Heyman text line. 402-464-5685. Your predictions now. Put your predictions in for tomorrow's game, and we'll rattle them off. Make sure we have your name so we can give you a shout-out. I don't want to have to guess about who you are, uh, but give your prediction for what you think happens tomorrow at Memorial Stadium. I'll say the numbers still as we move through, right? The numbers as you move through. And there are a ton of numbers that are just crazy, crazy numbers uh, in this in this series. Oklahoma leads the nation in tackle for loss. That is an aggressive, attack-based defense. Yes, the thing that happens is it creates big plays, but what it does is it puts you at risk. This offense has balance. Marvin Mims Jr. Will, might be the most exciting player in all of college football. What he does from the receiver position and from the kick return position is exceptional. Nebraska has its own in Trey Palmer. Please pay attention to those two players about who has the bigger day and their impact on the game tomorrow. The two biggest playmakers in the play. Now, don't get fooled. Don't get distracted. The two quarterbacks in play will have a deep impact. Casey Thompson will be the best quarterback that this Oklahoma defense has faced all season, and it's not even close. This Nebraska offense is the best offense that Oklahoma has faced all season long. The toughest place that Oklahoma has played all season long will be the place that they play tomorrow morning at 11 o'clock. That's just how it works. Yes, they're impressive. They put up a ton of numbers on offense. Yes, the defense ranks number eighth in the country, I believe. Eighth, six, sixth or eighth in the country. But they have not faced the Nebraska offense. They have not been on the road at Memorial Stadium. For whatever it's been for Oklahoma, it's going to be different for them tomorrow. We also know that it will be different for Nebraska. Different leadership, different mindset, different attitude, different energy. Hopefully, different tackling, different pass protection. We won't know until tomorrow. Now, I have to tell you that Bourbon Street just brought out some samples, and the wafting that just went on here on the patio is ridiculous. Nathan Brennan, brah. Whoo. Oh, I they told just you, you're making me man. jealous, DP. Come on. Oh, NB, Nathan, man, I'm just <laughs> letting you know. 
the, the smell, they just walked out with a few plates to sample. And just them walking by, by the broadcast table was everything I needed. Like, just the smell of the, of the samples they brought by was everything I needed. It is, I don't know what's on the plates, I can tell you, but my goodness gracious, pretty amazing, pretty amazing. Uh, you're going to have to get down here, bro. There's to. no other I way know, to put it. I know, I know. There's no other way to put it. The you're going to have to get down people. here. Party with the people. Now, Nathan, let me ask you. So, as far as your recollection and memories of, of Nebraska, Oklahoma, right? Right. It feels like everything that you were led for led 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 to believe. Right. This is everything that you believe it's supposed to be. Yeah, absolutely. And, it, and it's interesting too, DP, because I, as you know, I'm only 24 years old. So for the majority of the rivalry that I've seen, it's been dominated by by Oklahoma. But it feels like, and again, it's what you've oh, talked about. It's the new coach. It's the fan base. It's everything that's coming together. It feels like if there was ever a time to take a turn, this would be it. Like, this would be the time that we take a turn. And I'm ready to see it. And I'm ready to get down to the Haymarket because, like you said, yeah, it's a rivalry that's unmatched. And, I, and, I, and I'm ready to see it. Nathan, uh, we are joined by the Husker Hall of Famer, Jay Foreman. Uh, we'll adjust the camera on the. On I'm the ready to up. hear about the rivalry now because this is the guy to talk to right here. Well, you know, this is how we're trying to do this. I'm trying to get Jay in the picture, yeah. but we'll adjust it later. There you go. There we go. There yeah, we man. Go. Uh, listen here. I I undershot the runway on the amount of uh, foot traffic in Oklahoma Sooners. Let me tell you something <laughs> about people from Oklahoma. This is why I hated Oklahoma so much. They can't walk, they don't listen, and they can't drive. You know what I'm saying? They did, there was a guy in a Q7, probably just honked that horn, that I almost had to jack up, man, tell him I had somewhere to be. But, you know, the rivalry is real. You know, it's uh, there's respect there, but, you you know, there's a there's a good level of hatred and um, it's good competition. And, you you know, you wanted to beat them. It was always personal. You know, I never lost to Oklahoma. Um, you know, some great teams that were here at Nebraska were upended by Oklahoma, some – controversial plays i think they're honoring the 70 71 uh teams you know which i think really when you think about this and you think about where our two programs are kind of starting over if you want to say you know obviously oklahoma's ranked number six or whatever but the game that turned around college football and made it to what it is today or was the start was nebraska oklahoma game of the century so there's a lot that there's a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. There's a lot of great games, great players, great personalities. You had two of the most iconic coach, head coaches of all time with the two programs. You had iconic players, iconic plays. I mean, Johnny the Jet Rogers. He has a, a award named after him, and the big return obviously was him taking it to the house against Oklahoma. You had, you know, Billy Sims and all these other great players that have played there. And then, uh, you know, I was fortunate enough to being some teams where we, you know, we beat the brakes off Oklahoma. We knew it was going to be physical, you know, and, and all that stuff, but we love beating the, beating the brakes off of them Oklahoma Sooners, man. You know, that, that maroon right there just looks just crimson, crimson. Oh, my bad. Crimson, maroon, it's all the same. You know, it all comes, you know, it all all clean, all cleans your shoes. You know what I'm saying? DP, if you, if you hold on. People out there, let me tell you something. My man, Derek Pearson, what's your middle name? <laughs> I'm not telling that. Well, just give me the letter. L. Derek L. Derek Lamont 
piercing, okay? <laughs> Let me tell you something, folks. I don't know if there's a country concert, but there's a whole bunch of cowboys <laughs> boots walking around. But Derek L. Lamont Pearson, okay, got some boots for y'all right now. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I see you over there, player. Yes, uh, you're playing. Yes, We're sir. here. Yes, yeah, sir. the Huskers are here. Derek Lamont Pearson L. Okay. Okay, for the ch- let me tell you something, man. When he steps off with these boots right here, you talk. You know what? His new, new nickname might be the Showstopper. Because I, I mean, I'm not. You know, I'm not. I mean, cowboy boots. You know, I got wide feet and stuff like that. But yeah. dang, <laughs> I, t- I saw them things. Them things is on point. I had to break them out because I had to break them in when I'm sitting down and something. I'm gonna wear them for a few hours rather than the right. ten hours, yeah. right? But it had to be the, the to let people know the proper red. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, the proper red. Crimson, the crimson. If you're going to wear a Husker boot, it has to be the right kind of red. Right, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, I like that. I like that, and man. As, and as Ric Flair said, I'm having a whole t- hard time holding these gators down. <laughs> That's a whole flock of gators. <laughs> Them ain't, see, gators are just like like a gator on one shoe or not. You got two boots, man. That's a whole flock of them. Yeah. <laughs> You had the four horsemen of gators on your on your feet, man. And I then had the, to break them out. Then the Oklahoma fans talking about this is crimson. Man, get out of here. <sighs> Isn't it Alabama the crimson tide? Yeah. Well, then y'all bit. the bootleg version then. Yeah, they should have st- they should have stuck with, they with burgundy. Just, they should have stuck with the maroon. You maroon. Yeah, maroon or burgundy. All you are is red with a little throw up on it. That's all. It's all good. Here's what we're going to do. A couple of things. We're going to go through these look predictions. Nate Brennan. Nate Brennan got his little tie. You see, you <laughs> look see at him, him. You okay, see him, yeah. right? Right? That. Here's what. Yeah. Hey, Nate, if you would do this for us, and, and, and I appreciate the predictions, right? Everybody went through, gave their predictions. Um, you know, <laughs> where those boots made for walking. Eric, you betcha. You betcha. Uh, yeah, there's a, contra- a country concert, but I'm not, do- I'm not going. Uh, I-, I was doing my own thing. A couple other things. Uh, Angry Rams guy says 31-30, Nebraska. Uh, Texture says, Rod says, I love Mickey. I love Mickey, and I'm 100% behind this team. However, my gut tells me Huskers get curb stomped. One week is not enough time Dang. for Mickey to turn it around and the mindset of curb stomp. Hey, He said that. Wet blanket. Who said that? Wet blanket? No, that, that's, that's Rod. Rod is right there. Wet blanket yeah. says this. Nebraska struggles to run the ball. They go away from it early. High volume passing causes multiple turnovers. Uh, OU's offense, we didn't need the full report. I just wanted a prediction. Uh, he says it makes it think OU by three TDs. Mm. I think new energy and expectations brings it to a TD, two TD OU win. Also from this. Uh, yeah, Magic, we're trying to do the goosebumps thing, man. This is how we get it. Texter704 says, uh, Dennison Vermillion, Ohio says 38-35, Nebraska. Uh, Ty says, I think we start out extremely excited, end up sad, hopeful because we – we're still getting a new coach. Uh, you know, we got a boomer. We don't read boomer text. Uh, Damn, we ran two boomers up out of there. They, they only, yeah. The only thing Oklahoma got going for themselves is they must be they must be part of the Jordan brand. Yeah, they, they showed up. got a little Jordan on there. They got there. the nice Husker. Yeah, you got, they got the little Crimson. Tater, I, Tater he, says 41-38 Huskers. I think it's going to be a shootout. Uh, through that, 
Uh, Mike is a we're hater. Gonna we're gonna slice Mike and dice. Mike is a hater. We're gonna slice and dice them Sooners. Uh, <laughs> slice and dice them Sooners, uh, man. Thirty-one ten. Thirty-one ten. Mississippi Mud Dog says Huskers roll thirty to twenty-eight. Mm. Drew Carr says thirty-one twenty-eight. Uh, this texture says uh, thirty-five thirty-one. Whoever has the ball, that's Bryce. So you got a full range of it, Jay Foreman. Uh, Man. I think it, I think it's going to be uh, 31-24 Huskers. Um, I think our offense matches up well against their 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 defense. Um, I think the you know the instruction should be Mims goes as uh, Oklahoma goes as Mims goes. You take him out, yes sir, and you take away a, you know their their number one you know say explosive offensive threat, right? And in the return game now, what Nebraska has to do, what they didn't do a good job of last year was uh, they need to do a better job against the conventional run game, right? That's, I think, was the deciding factor, getting those, you know, third and four to seven or eight with a draw and two missed tackles. You know, I know that's kind of a cringeworthy words around here, but those are the things that really were gut punches against Nebraska. I mean, the offensive line deficiencies, I think, you know, Coach Rayola is not going to allow them to jump off four plays in a row to start the game. So, Look, I think, you know, Nebraska has to make sure they go out there and play up their their potential. Yeah, you got a new coach, but it's, it's, it's not it, – it, Mickey's not nobody new, right? He's been here. He's the guy that the, when they did the off-season hype videos from um, winter conditioning, after Mickey, who, was a, who was the guy talking to him about what the expectations were about being a dog, X, Y, and Z? Mickey. So his voice is, is, isn't new. Now his role is new. And but I think his role was bigger than just a receivers coach, and now you know essentially they groomed him for it. It was like Mickey was here and he was he was policing, he was mentoring, he was coaching everything about everybody on the team at times. You know, so um, in a, in a way, not you know I'm not saying this about other coaches, but I think that uh, you know I think he you know he's going to infuse energy into him. Um, I think the offense will do well. Um, I think the defense has got to bounce back, man. If it, it, Three of the four captains are from defense. Three of the four, say that again. Three of the four captains are from defense. Mm-hmm. So those have to be the guys that start. That's when you're defense. When you, if you're struggling on defense, and three of the four of the captains are, are, are from defense, and and they they are black shirts, you have to expect that they need to come out there on fire. And and it's not anything new. You don't need to come up with a whole new defense. And, and, and all this stuff. You got to go out there and play defense first. That's that's tackling, communicating, and uh, running to the ball. And you got to overwhelm them with, with the heat that you're going to bring. And if they can't, and if you bring the heat to them, they will not be able to withstand it. What Oklahoma wants you to do, even though they're under a new regime, is come out there, sputter around, and be and, and be the you know, and just let them roll over you. And then they can boomer sooner all up and down O Street, Q Street, and Ninth, Tenth, Eighth. They everywhere, man. These people around here, this makes me sick seeing these people from Oklahoma. I haven't seen Oklahoma people since last year. It stunk down there. Let me tell you something, DP. <laughs> we, we just get, and plus the refs were a big influence in that game. Yes, they were. And let me tell you something. Yes, they were. When we're leaving, I saw the biggest rattlesnake dead in the middle of the highway, and I saw two Oklahoma fans over there with fork and knife ready to eat it. <laughs> All right? I do not like. Oklahoma. I don't like nothing about it. I don't like nobody from Oklahoma besides if they play for Nebraska. 
They ain't never been nothing but a chumps, and I'm I'm sick and tired of seeing all these these people around. Here. I know they ain't never been. This is a big city to them. They ain't never been. They can't accept nice things in Oklahoma. You know what I'm saying? It's they, gonna they, be. They couldn't. It, they can't do nothing right, man. Well, they, they can't tie their shoes. They can't spell their name. I don't even know how. That's why they all drove up here, because they ain't got no licenses. No no license. No no identification. You just name them one. There go number one. They're yeah. two. All they got is number plates on them. They're right? on their forehead. <laughs> Look at them. As you, can, as you can tell, Jay Foreman's on fire. He is prepared for tomorrow's kickoff. He's prepared for OU Nebraska. We'll throw the break when we come back. Jay Foreman, the Husker Hall of Famer, will do what he does well. We are going to go through the games and oh, let man. Jay. Look, we're not saying bet. We're not we, telling you to go wager. We're just saying the Husker Hall of Famer is going to tell you what's going to happen in these football games this weekend. We'll do that next live from Bourbon Street. Eighth and R, come on down. We're giving away a pair of tickets for tomorrow's game and a signed Huskers football jersey. We'll be right back here on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Watch Old School Live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and J. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.